You're listening to Wake Up Springfield with Alex Bryant, Chris Russell, News Director Don Luzader, and Producer Cass Bowen Anderson on 93.3 and AM 560 KWTO. Welcome back to Wake Up Springfield. It's an honor once again to have Congressman Mark Alford on with us. How are you doing this morning, sir? I'm great, brother. How are you doing? Well, I'm doing very well, very well. So how's the weather there where you are? Oh, not too bad. I'm outside right now, and it's a crisp uh, probably 64 degrees here at Lake Winnebago in Cass County. Okay, I know Lake Winnebago very well. So let's dive into this, man. There's just so much. We always appreciate your time. Thank you for um, giving it to us. Whenever we have a congressman on, we want to ask all the questions that we want to know about. And, and uh, I, I'm going to dive right in. I want to start with the Biden right. crime family syndicate. You know, it's, it's continuing on. I understand that um, as you guys are preparing to get back, um, to D.C., some of the Republican congressmen want to tie our border security and um, impeachment inquiries um, on approving the budget. So um, what are your thoughts on this? Well, look, it's clear that we've got to move forward with an impeachment inquiry on Joe Biden and the Biden crime family. Uh, the, of course, the impeachment would be for the president of the United States. But really, the impeachment inquiry is a very simple thing, uh, Alex. It just allows Congress to subpoena power uh, to find more evidence that can directly link the president of the United States to this some $20 million or more that's come through these uh, oligarchs from Russia and, and Ukraine and, and money from China that has gone into these shell corporations. Uh, we have the evidence now that it, it, it has happened. It has gone to the uh, different members of the Biden family. The, the only issue is now directly linking it to the president of the United States. And when the, when the president pseudonyms, many of them in emails as he was vice president trying to conceal his, what I believe, illicit and illegal behavior uh, in his dealings with uh, Burisma and other entities that his son had set up and was a part of, uh, then we've got a problem. We have a national security issue. And so I fully understand why some in my conference want to directly link uh, an impeachment inquiry to uh, appropriations, passing appropriations in the House. I'm not going that route. The only request that I have of Speaker McCarthy, and he knows this, is that we do not tie any additional Ukraine funding at this time to any appropriations bills. Uh, we had a piece in the, uh, the Hill a couple of weeks ago which clearly outlined that uh, the previous Congress had appropriated $113 billion in aid to Ukraine. Uh, that money is sitting in an account basically for the president to use it at his pleasure to help uh, Ukraine, and he has piecemealed this out in such a pathetic way. He has spent less than half of the money in the direct military assistance, about sixty-seven billion dollars in that account, to help Ukraine. Okay, and so we're not giving. I'm I'm not going to give him any more money until he spends what he already has. No, that makes that makes absolute sense. I never heard that before. Yeah, me either. That's, I'm sitting here going, "What?" Yeah. So so you we already have the money approved for him, but he just hasn't spent it to him. He's just he's slow walking. Exactly. If you will uh, Google our article, uh, the Hill. Uh, Mark Alford, it will come up. It came out uh, a week and a half ago. And, you know, here's the, so you're surprised. I was surprised. I started asking members of Congress, how much money have we given to Ukraine? It seems like every time I turn around, there's another request for more money. In fact, before we left, the president asked us for another $20.6 He's going to try to tie that $20.6 billion uh, to, this, uh, to the uh, appropriations process. And in addition to that, he wants to tie it to aid for the fire victims in Maui and the supporting the wildfire fighters there and also the devastation from the hurricane 
in Florida. And I think that is wrong, guys. Yeah, it, it is. is wrong to play on the heartstrings and emotions of the American people to get more money that, that we really don't need to be sending Ukraine right now because we haven't spent the money we've already allocated. Well, then my question, too, is how much is he going to try to slip in for his Green New Deal? You know, where's he going to send that well, to? It seems like he just went on this trip and was handing out a billion to this country, a billion to that country, a billion. You get a billion. You get a billion. You get a billion. <laughs> I mean, that's ridiculous. He's the Oprah Winfrey. Yeah. That's ridiculous. And so, okay, I want to ask you this, um, Congressman Alford. So when it comes to Ukraine, it seems like, well, first of all, we didn't know that there's still money waiting to be spent. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Spend what you have before we give you more. Okay. I agree with that. Um, but it seems like there's getting to be two camps on funding this war in Ukraine. Um, you know, there's the, those that say, listen, we've given, you know, already enough. You know, it's up to them to fight their own fight now. We don't have enough ammunition. And then there's those that are saying, hey, listen, it's worth 150 million or billion to destroy half of the Russian army. Um, where do you stand? Look, we cannot let Russia win this war. All right. If, if they do, if they're successful in defeating Ukraine, then Moldova's next, the Balkans, and then Poland, perhaps. Uh, and Poland, of course, is a NATO country, and under Article 5, we are committed to uh, support them in their defense against Russia. This very well could lead to a World War III, which we do not want. The problem is, is that this president is so weak and has projected weakness, the way he pulled out of Afghanistan, yeah. the way he's dealing with the crisis at the border, the way, I mean, you saw him in the video uh, in Vietnam, he could yeah. barely make it through the speech. It is sad, and it is a a, a blight on America uh, to have a president look that way. And had President Trump still been in office, I guarantee you this never would have happened. Yeah. Xi Jinping and Vladimir Putin are bullies, and they pick on weakness. Yeah. And right now, we have North Korea and Russia meeting as we speak to come yeah, up with so, to come up with some sort of deal where they're going to be funding each other some way somehow. I, I don't know how. I don't know all the details, yeah. but they're meeting right now behind well, the closed details. doors. So I mean Russia, they're going to get, you know, um more of the yeah. short-term, you know, weapons they need mm -hmm. for the war. Um our, our um North Korea wants um ballistic missiles, nuclear capabilities, they want food aid, and then China has to approve the deal. Um, what's what's going on with that? How are we getting left out of this whole, you know, world scene over there, Congressman? Well, I've not been in Washington for six weeks. I hope to get a, uh, a briefing when I get back, a classified briefing on exactly what's going on with this as member of the House Armed Services Committee. But, yes, Kim Jong-un, uh, a madman in his own right, has taken his little train over to uh, Russia to meet with Vladimir Putin. And there was talks and reports that he is willing to offer up uh, uh, thousands and thousands of troops, military troops, boots on the ground that can assist in this ground-level war that we're seeing uh, between Ukraine and Russia. That is what Vladimir Putin is really missing right now, I think. You know, he has gone through around the country and dragged every uh, person off the street, even non-able-bodied men, to fight and prosecute this war, to be basically meat sacks. And uh, he's running out of people. He needs more boots on the ground. And I think this is going to be part of their strategy. I find it very scary. How do you see this ending? I mean, that's, you know, you, you mentioned World War Three. I mean, if... if what, what can Biden do to end this thing? Uh, I, I, don't very good that, I don't know that he can. I, you know, I, that's a very good question. I don't have an answer to that. Um, yeah. Alex, I know you're a man of faith. We, our country needs to be praying right now. 
We need to be praying for the healing of America and that we have the intestinal fortitude to move forward in the manner that we need to do to hold Putin at bay and uh, keep uh, Xi Jinping from invading Taiwan. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Uh, Let me let me ask you about this. Yesterday was um, 9-11, the 22nd anniversary, and um, you are the congressman of um, Whitman Air Force Base up there. You got a lot of military in, in your district there. What are the sentiments with the president not being um, at one of the, the attack sites or, or really at the White House um, leading one of these memorials? Look, I don't want to turn this morning into a bash Biden morning. Um, he is still the president of the United States. But uh, in, all, in all seriousness, uh, the people of our, our district are very concerned, uh, and, and I am as well, that he was not at one of the sites, or at least in Washington during this somber anniversary. The president... First president uh, since 9-11 to have not uh, been there in some form or fashion, at least at the White House. When you have the president of the United States mumbling, fumbling his way uh, through uh, Vietnam, and I understand the importance of uh, making sure that uh, Vietnam is is shored up. So if we do have to have a conflict with China, they are are going to be uh, allies in that. But, you know, to top it all off, this president on 9-11, makes a deal with Iran, or at least announces his deal with one of the worst terrorist, Islamic terrorist nations in the world. And doesn't even tell you guys. Doesn't even tell us until 9-11. He did it on the anniversary and then gives them $6 billion uh, out of their frozen assets. And you don't think that's going to fund more terrorism around the globe? You know, he wanted to to get out of Afghanistan two years ago on the anniversary of 9-11. And, and some people talked him out of that because it would look bad. Yeah. So here's his little 9-11 gift to the American people. Strike a deal with an Islamic terrorist nation and give them $6 billion so they can fund other Islamic terrorism projects. This is a country that's building a bomb to yeah. bomb Israel. Yep. <laughs> yep. So, you know, Congressman, I mean, listen, here's the reality. No, No. you really can't. You Uh really can't. So, yeah, let's let's switch gears. You say, you know, we got to wrap this thing up real fast, but let's see if we can break some news real fast. You've seen how um, President Trump, he's um, doing. Oh, they're telling me the time's up. We got it. We got to wait for next time. We're going to do this next week. Uh, Congressman Alford, thank you so much for calling in. We've got to go to a news break. We'll catch up with you next time.